podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. My name is David and today we're going to have a quick look at one of the stars of Game Week 6 who all of a sudden is back in fantasy contention despite disappointing all of his new owners and captainers in Game Week 5. It is of course Son Jung Min who uh, was the subject of much attention going into Game Week 5. He scored a hat-trick against Burnley, went up against Sheffield United, lots of backing, was the most signed player that week which uh, as we've now discovered is a bit of a curse <laughs> as we've seen all the players uh, continue to blank uh, with that moniker. Julian Alvarez actually is, is the latest on that one. Of course, blanked against Sheffield United, uh, triggering a little bit of loss of faith. And then, of course, back at it again with two goals in the North London derby. And uh, now, funnily enough, Son is actually the second most signed player for game week seven, which perhaps maybe will spare him the blank this time around. But I wanted to take this opportunity to have a look, uh, well, a closer look at what we can expect from Son this season because there's been a few people out there who sort of branded him as a bit perhaps unpredictable to invest in. He's He's worth quite a lot of money. We've also, a lot of us got Madison. And of course, that uh, blank against Sheffield United perhaps has put people off um, considering him for the captaincy this season. But of course, in game week six, outscored Erling Haaland. And had you captained him against Arsenal, it would have been the right decision, uh, despite it being the wrong decision to captain him against Sheffield United. So it's a little bit topsy-turvy with Son this season. So I just wanted to uh, take a closer look at how he's operating so far uh, this campaign so that we can kind of know what to expect from him when we've got him in our team. And of course, I guess, know what to expect from him if we're considering signing him up uh, for the next couple of weeks. And I have to say, looking at the fixtures that are coming up, um, whilst they don't look too good on the surface in a couple of them, that actually makes me very happy because Son at the moment seems to be the sort of player who's going to perform in inverted commas when you least expect it and perhaps frustrate you when he goes up against a more defensive team. And so that's what we're going to have a look at here with some really interesting numbers here, of course, looking at what position he's playing for Spurs as well. Now, before we go any further, of course, uh, this is a, your regular reminder that if you've not signed up to Fantasy Football Scout membership, get yourself sorted. Those preseason prices are still here, so you can still save 30%. Uh, and of course, with a double game week, around the corner you really want to have a, a proper fine tune of your team with a view for looking at some Luton and Burnley players and the uh, the uh, members area will help tell you whether they are or are not worth signing that is something we will touch on in another video but there's all sorts of good stuff out there for some big big decisions coming up so get yourself sorted uh, for that but yes let's uh, dive on in and take a look at Son season so far let's just recap it in brief uh, two points against Brentford in game week one uh, three points uh, at home against United in game week two and then three points away at Bournemouth in game week three. Um, and Spurs got some positive results there. They got seven points there, but Son was not playing up front. Then the shift to centre-forward and his season has looked a lot more exciting. So 20 points away at Burnley in the 5-2 win. Hat-trick there, of course. Uh, maximum bonus, etc. Just the two points at home against Sheffield United, that 2-1 win. Those of you who owned him and captain him for that week don't really need me to remind you of that one. But straight back to it, 14 points, two bonus from two goals in the 2-2 draw uh, at Arsenal. So that's what we've seen from Son so far. And yeah, as I said, there, there was a switch uh, from the wing to centre forward for Son uh, in game week four. And so the first thing I wanted to have a look at is um, just how much Son is doing well in that particular position. I think that the Sheffield United game, if that was perhaps your only vantage point for whether or not Son was doing well as a centre forward, you know, it's not going to tell the whole story. So what I thought I'd do to begin with was compare what Son was achieving as a winger in the first three game weeks versus what he has achieved statistically as a centre forward in the last three game weeks. Uh, and encouragingly, 
there are some good signs here. So uh, in the first three game weeks, and to be fair, those those matches um, you know did afford Spurs lots of opportunities. We're going to come back to it a little bit later on, sort of the style of opponent, because I do think that's going to be super important for assessing um, Son's ability to deliver despite having the sort of teams that Spurs can play well against, Brentford, Man United and Bournemouth, all teams that play a lot of possession-based football, offering a lot of space for Spurs to play the football they want to play. Despite that, just the five shots for Son in the first three matches, three of those were in the box. Uh, Only, well, sorry, none of them were big chances, in fact, and only one was on target. So first things first, if you're still smarting over the fact that you didn't have Son for that game week four hat-trick, that's why. Those stats there, it was very hard to predict that he was going to make that switch to game week four. So, you know, sometimes, um, you know, these things happen. So that's what he was doing in the first uh, f- uh, three matches. Shot accuracy of 20%, goal conversion zero. But wow, has things supercharged big time? Going into game weeks four, five, and six, 11 shots for Son in the last three, which is uh, close. Uh, sorry, it's actually more than double in actual fact. The number of shots he had before that, nine in the box, which is triple. Gone from three up to nine. Um, shots, uh, big chances from zero up to four. Shots on target from one up to six. Uh, minutes per goal attempt of one every 19.8 minutes. He had one every 50.6 minutes before that point. Shot accuracies shot up uh, to 54.5%. Goal conversion rate, 45.5%. So on the whole, Son being a centre-forward is a massive, massive improvement. And the Sheffield United game is possibly an anomaly uh, in some respects. Uh, in other respects, it kind of follows the pattern of, of uh, what, where Spurs are going to be more um, devastating this season. Um, and what's really, really interesting uh, is also the shot map as well, which I'll put up on the screen uh, for those of you who are sort of more visually minded, which, um, yeah, in the first three matches, as we said, with just the five shots for Son, three of them were in the box. Now, this is an XG shot map. The bigger the chance, the higher the XG, the bigger the bubble is on this little map. And what we've got on the left-hand side, the first three game weeks, are some very minuscule little dots. On the right-hand side, we've got an absolute plethora of blobs and they're not they're not dots they're blobs now they're much much bigger we've got lots of green we've got lots of bigger xg chances all in and around the penalty box which is what we want to see and so um that's as i said across a three game period um now so we've got we've got three games of him as a winger three games of him as a forward and infinitely much much better uh, as a center forward there were some calls after the Sheffield United game that perhaps maybe he doesn't suit a number nine i think that most of these numbers put part of that argument to bed we'll talk about the type of opposition um, now in actual fact because what's really really interesting about this second period so where we've got the 11 shots um, I think it was at nine in the box um, when we compare uh, the Sheffield United game with the Arsenal game, um, we kind of got a continuation of what we kind of alluded to last week. We talked a little bit about this on General's Orders last week, myself and the General, that against a team like Sheffield United, who were going to stick everyone behind the ball, and they, they were able to do that for large periods of the game, uh, it meant that Son kind of found himself dropping deep to try and fashion those chances because they weren't reaching him because he was kind of buried beneath a sea of uh, uh, Sheffield United players. And what that meant for that game was that Son had uh, three shots uh, in that game two of them were in the box so of the nine shots that Son's had in the box in the last three only two of them came against on paper the worst opposition now in that particular match you had a number of his colleagues kind of outperforming him uh, in many ways so um, we had Solomon with four shots to Son's uh, three same number in the box same number uh, on target but the main the big one was Kuliszewski who had seven shots all of them in the box two on target Um, and then in terms of the expected goals in that game uh, we had Son on just 
just 0.18. Uh, he was he was supposed to be involved in just 0.18 goals in that game. Uh, and uh, yeah, we had Perisic, Hamer, Poro, McAtee, Saar, Richarlison, Madison, Kulishevsky, Solomon and Basuma all had a higher expected goal involvement than Son in that game. Um, again, despite that being arguably the easiest fixture on paper of those uh, three games, uh, you'd have to say, especially when you look at how Sheffield United were completely dismantled by Newcastle uh, in the most recent uh, match for them, 8-0 defeat at home. It must be annoying, wasn't it, to have captains on for a, a game up against that kind of team. I think, to be honest, looking at the highlights, I wasn't able to watch the whole game. It does look as if um, Sheffield United were really undone by their Achilles heel. We talked last week a bit about their um, weaknesses from set pieces. Going into that game, they were the worst team in the Premier League for shots conceded from set pieces, but also they were the worst team to concede headers. So we saw a number of open play goals involving some heads. You know, Are Spurs really a team that's going to throw balls into the box for people to get on the end with their head? Not really. So had they been that maybe they would have scored a couple of early goals and opened the floodgates against Sheffield United but that's just not their style of play Newcastle a little bit more geared towards that especially with Trippier and Botman and Byrne etc etc so that's kind of the story of that game and we've kind of already covered that a little bit you know for some people this might be old news but let's compare Son's performance against uh, Sheffield United with his performance against Arsenal because the difference is 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 um is quite big in terms of the quality of chances especially so interestingly enough same number of shots for Son across those two games three against Sheffield United three against Arsenal however three in the box this time instead of the two against Sheffield United two big chances versus no big chances against Sheffield United two on target versus just the one on target um, against uh, Sheffield United and in this particular game nobody outperformed Son for, for total shots despite that you know plethora of them outperforming uh, in that other game the Sheffield United one nobody outperformed him for shots in the box either so he was comfortably the chief goal threat here nobody outperformed him for big chances either um, and uh, nobody outperformed him for shots on target as well. And then when we go to the non-penalty expected goal involvement of this game, because of course there was that spot kick that Saka took, Son was top of this game for uh, non-penalty expected goal involvement. The answer, of course, is that playing, despite the fact that Arsenal have defended much better this season, the way that they play their football is just very, very different to the way they, that Sheffield United play their football. Arsenal, of course, with a home team, and we're going to come on to home versus away in just a second. Uh, they are a team that is uh, obviously a lot more focused on possession-based football. They're going to try and push the line higher up the pitch uh, defensively as well. You know, they're the, It's a home game against their arch rivals. They're obviously going to try and go out there and play some football, which is unsurprising considering that Arteta would do that in most home games anyway. And so, as we kind of said last week, this Arsenal game, actually, in hindsight, if we'd had the opportunity to go back and review all of the all this in hindsight when we were talking about the Sheffield United game for Son a couple of weeks ago, um, this game just favours Son as a centre forward especially so much more more space to operate in more opportunities uh, and that's what happened we saw him get two goals and those of you wondering about Burnley they are not the sort of team that are going to play like Sheffield United anymore they're not going to stick everyone behind the ball they are very much uh, well if you think about it it's another pep team isn't it uh, because Arteta is sort of a you know a pep uh, legacy continuation uh, and that's what companies trying to do at Burnley is trying to play a possession based style of football which is not going to work most weeks when you go up against teams like Spurs who can just do it much better. Hence the hat-trick for, for Son. So those two games are really geared towards uh, his skill set. We're going to have a look at some upcoming games to work out whether or not 
um, that's going to be able to continue for Son uh, in a second. But before we do that, I want to have a look at home versus away for Son as well, because this is also quite interesting. To be honest, it kind of factors in, it sort of plays into the same subject here about when teams are going to stick everyone behind the ball, when teams are going to allow Spurs a little bit more space because they're trying to sort of step out and play more of their own football. Now, um, we'll start off with the XG shot map this time instead of ending with it. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the contrast here is absolutely huge. On the left-hand side, we've got Son's XG shot map uh, for home games this season, just the four shots uh, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium so far this campaign. Admittedly, that's only in two games and they have played four away matches. And in a minute, we'll have a look at the sort of, you know, uh, stats per game because we can still compare these uh, if we sort of um, remove the um, the minutes played and sort of divide the raw numbers by them. But yes, so uh, on the left-hand side, just the four shots for some. But I mean, again, the point here is that all of these XG shots, very, very small, very much pips on the map rather than anything else. We've got more blobs on the right-hand side. We've got, um, I make it at least three or four sort of bigger blob chances uh, in the box. Only three of his shots outside the box uh, in these away matches. As I said, just a huge conglomeration of, of most of his shots are going to be in really dangerous areas, bigger chances when he has been away from home. Now, as I said, that's mildly misleading because of the fact that on the left-hand side, we've got fewer matches. So what I've got here now is a table, again, from the Fantasy Football Scout members area, where we have a look at his, his goal threat um, per appearance. So, because uh, then, you know, we've got two home games, four away games, etc., etc. So, uh, at home so far this season, and those games, uh, of course, have been Manchester United and Sheffield United for uh, Son. He's had seven touches in the penalty box per game. Now, in those away matches uh, for Spurs, so that's Brentford, uh, Bournemouth, Burnley and Arsenal. So, two very good teams, uh, two sort of poorer teams but as I said the continuing thread for all of those teams is they are sort of teams that are sort of trying to play a kind of intense high pressing football uh, we've got 7.5 touches per uh, in the box per game so a slight bump there away from home uh, then but the real difference is what he's actually specifically doing with the ball when he's touching it in these key areas so in home games so far this season just two shots per game for Son three shots per game when he's away from home. Uh, in the box, 1.5 shots in the box per home game for Son so far this season, 2.2 shots in the box per away match. Uh, then the big chances, he's still actually not actually been given a big chance at home yet. Uh, however, away from home, he's averaging one big chance per away match. Then the shots on target, again, a massive improvement for Son here. Shots on target, 0.5 per home game, 1.5 per away game. Uh, and then the shot accuracy as well, 25% at home, 50% away from home. So it's it's still a sample size that could do with being a bit bigger because we've only had the two home games and only one of those has Son played centre forward and we think that he's probably got that position kind of locked in now. Although it would be interesting to see what uh, Postacoglu does with Son uh, the next time Spurs host a Sheffield United-like side, the team that's going to try and shove everyone behind the ball. Is he more effective as a winger in that match with someone like a Richarlison, someone a bit bigger, um, who can play a bit better with their back towards goal? I think we all agree that Son, with his back towards goal, not as effective as when he's facing goal and uh, chasing down that space between defenders. So it'd be interesting to see what, what changes we get there. But the point is, is that when we what it means for the fixtures with Son is that, yes, it's very good to, to, to have a look at him and have him in our teams. And I'm not to be honest, sat here suggesting a, a yes or no for this particular game week. I'm sort of biding my time with him. I don't know if I'll buy him this week, but he's he's very much on my radar uh, for the future. But as I said at the beginning of the video, I think it's important to understand what kind of player we've got here. 
Now, in, in FPL, we would love it if we could have players in good form, with good fixtures, tick the box, in the team, there you go, and I'll captain you when you've got the best fixture. We think we might have to be a little bit smarter with some. We might have to apply some of the nuances we've looked at there to the fixture list. Because what's really interesting is if you sort the season ticker in the Fantasy Football Scout members area uh, by attacking difficulty between game week 7 and game week 16, Spurs don't actually rate particularly highly. We've got uh, Brentford, Man City, Bournemouth and Chelsea, the only four teams with worse fixtures than them from attacking perspective in that time. However, I look at a number of games in this run and think, actually, I wouldn't mind having Son for that particular game. Now, the first one of those, uh, of course, is this Liverpool one. Going up against Liverpool, that, again, looks like the kind of game that I would hope that we get a little bit more space for Son to operate in. It is a home game, but bearing in mind it's Liverpool, who I don't think would necessarily come to the Spurs stadium and, and stick everyone behind the ball. They're going to try and go out and play some football. Um, I think there's atta- I think there's attacking returns here for Son, and clearly lots of other people do as well, because he's been signed already by 222,000 people for game week seven. Now, the Luton game, uh, game week eight, um, do I think they're going to try and stick everyone behind the ball? Probably. Do I think they're going to do as an effective job as Sheffield United did for most of the game uh, against Spurs that time perhaps not uh, the Luton seem a lot more naive I think uh, than a lot of the other teams so and of course it is away from home uh, as well so that seems to be where Son is getting a lot of his returns so far this season now the Fulham game game week nine is perhaps one I may be a little bit more concerned about because again I think that Fulham, I guess, uh, know where they stand, I think, for this game. that They haven't been quite as attacking as they were last season. And we're not seeing them venturing forward and asking as many questions of defences as they were, which I think will will perhaps put them in a more defensive situation and they can probably trust Bernd Leno to stop a lot of chances in that game so funnily enough that's actually one I'm not that fussed about Son for but the Palace game away in game week 10 the Chelsea home game in game week 11 um, you know the uh, the Aston Villa game at home in game week 13 even the Manchester City game away from home in game week 14 I think all of those games there are games where we could ex- could see Son really being able to do what he's best at which is to exploit space behind defence and it's as I said you have to apply some nuance here we sometimes going into this Arsenal game Arsenal had been performing very well defensively so far this season no team had conceded fewer bigger chances than them and that's largely because they'd managed to stop teams from actually having opportunities because they weren't having as much of the ball against them because that's just how Arsenal play Um, and so yeah that's that obviously is a game where Son is, I think, going to do better because Spurs are very good at pressing high and getting the ball to Son in dangerous areas when they're up against these high lines. So when we're signing Son, I think it's a good idea to have a look at him now. As I said, this video is less about a should we sign him, yes or no. I think it's more a case of, I just wanted to have a little bit of a case study with him because I think he's sort of, he's frustrated people at times this season um, and uh, has been arguably unpredictable. But I think we're starting to learn a little bit about what Son as a centre forward is going to look like in this Postacoglu team and which games he's more likely to reward his owners and which games he's less likely to. And, And it perhaps is a little bit flipped compared to some of the other fantasy assets. So yeah, that's kind of the thing there and then just to finish off I mean I suppose in that conversation about do we sign him I did just run a few comparisons with how he's performed against some of the other key assets you know because of course right now it's quite difficult to make space for midfielders uh, in FPL um, and and just attackers in general because you know Haaland and Alvarez have kind of locked down the centre forward areas and we've got some good performing midfielders as well so I thought I'd just see how Son was comparing against those guys but specifically in the last three matches because I do think we have to factor in the fact that he's probably made the centre forward position his own uh, so far and the numbers are actually very 
very encouraging. So in terms of shots in the box, since Son made his switch to centre forward, only Rashford and Haaland have had more shots in the box. Um, then, yep, since that switch, only Wilson, Nunez and Haaland have been afforded more big chances. Um, only Madison, uh, Callum Wilson and Haaland have had more shots on target. And in terms of expected goal involvement, only Nunez, uh, Wilson, Salah and Haaland have, ha- have outperformed in there. So he's in the top five for all of those attacking stats. And when you consider that, of course, he's cheaper than Salah and Haaland as well, you know, the value's not bad. Admittedly, we've got a couple of names in there, like your Rashfords and your Madisons, uh, that of course do offer a bit better value. But in some of these games, Son can be very explosive. We've seen that in the last couple of weeks. So he very much deserves to be in the captaincy conversation, I think. But as I said, perhaps not when the fixture ticker uh, has him with the easiest fixture of the game week. Perhaps maybe we should be captain him when he has the most difficult one, which of course makes life even harder for fantasy managers when we make those big decisions. But as I said, it's worth being in possession of all those pieces of information when you're making those decisions. So I hope uh, that that was helpful for you guys. As I said, a lot of this information came from the Fantasy Football Scout members area. So uh, if you'd like the opportunity to go in and sort of do your own research in some of these questions and do consider signing up for the double game week uh, seven deadline, you can still save up to 30% on those pre-season prices well if you've uh, found this useful then of course don't forget to uh, like this video subscribe to the fantasy football scout youtube channel and hit that bell notification so you won't miss a single thing but with that i shall leave you fine folks to enjoy the rest of your fpl tinkering and i will see you next time